G'day and welcome to the Dolby Anglican Podcast. My name is David and I'm one of the ministers at Dolby Anglican Parish. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can visit anglicandolby.org.au. This week we've got a special treat for you. Uh, I will not be preaching and it's a much shorter sermon this week than normal because last Sunday we had a confirmation service and the opening of our new ministry centre. And at that opening was Bishop Cameron Venables, Anglican Bishop for the Western Region of the Southern Queensland Diocese. And he today is preaching on John 12 and Jesus' anointing at Bethany. We hope you enjoy the sermon. John 12, verses 1 to 8. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here, a dinner was given in Jesus' honour. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pin of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to portray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should she should save this perfume for the day of my burial you will always have the poor among you but you will not always have me this is the gospel of the lord praise to you lord jesus christ to have you read the gospel today and cameron it was great to have you read the first reading it's a reminder that no matter what age we are we should all be dipping into god's word and be being nourished by that My challenge, Tom and Cam, is somehow to respond to at least one of those readings and make some sense of it because they were written a long time ago. So if I don't do that this morning, you are given permission to give me a hard time afterwards. (laughs) It is amazing how a smell can powerfully evoke a memory. It can be the memory of a person a place, or even an emotion. This means that when I smell pipe tobacco or creosote, I think of my late dad. And when I smell bracken drying mixed with a hint of seaweed and salt, I think of a particular coastal valley in Wales where my parents used to live. For each of us, the memory associations will be different. And I wonder which of the following evoke Something for you, the smell of bread baking or coffee brewing, the smell of sunscreen and salty skin or eucalypt leaf litter after rain. Probably got a bit of that around Dolby right now. The smell of furniture polish or jasmine blossoms, the smell of cooling Anzac biscuits or freshly mown grass. With this reminder that smell can evoke memory, I think we will better engage with this weekend's Gospel reading from John. 
for it describes an intimate scene with Jesus enjoying dinner with three of his friends. In the dinner aroma mix, I imagine freshly baked flatbread, roast lamb, rosemary, vinegar and wine. Some of the disciples were also present because Judas is remembered critiquing something and then being gently rebuked. Anyway, they were sharing a meal as friends often do. And Martha was serving the food. Martha, not for the first time, was exercising her gift of hospitality, ensuring that people were fed and were comfortable. At some stage, I imagine after the main meal had been eaten, we are told that Martha's sister Mary came forward with a pound of costly perfume and anointed the feet of Jesus. Mary then wiped this perfume away with her hair and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. In our time, we are familiar with perfume brands like Chanel and Christian Dior, but the nard mentioned in the gospel is unfamiliar, so here's some background. Nard is an amber-colored oil derived from a flowering plant which grows in the Himalayan mountains of Nepal, China, and India. Sounds pretty exotic, doesn't it? 2,000 years ago, it was regarded as one of the most valuable oils in the, in the world and was used as a perfume and a medicine. Some writers suggest that in the same way diamonds and gold are regarded in our time, so nard was regarded in the ancient world. Clearly, it was a big deal. And if we had any doubt about the monetary value of nard, Judas is remembered critiquing the action, suggesting that the perfume used could have been sold for 300 denarii, and that this money could have been given to the poor. 300 denarii was the equivalent of 12 months wages for a skilled laborer. So in our terms, that's about $70,000. A big deal. If that profligate generosity was not enough, the Gospel writer tells us that Mary then wiped the perfumed oil off the feet of Jesus with her hair and not with a cloth. In a culture that expected an adult woman's hair to be unbound only in the presence of her husband and only in private, Mary had let down her hair in a room full of men before using it to wipe the feet of a close friend. What was she thinking and what did it mean? To be honest, we can never know what Mary was thinking or why she did it. We get a hint, maybe, when Jesus told Judas to leave Mary alone and not criticize her, when Jesus inferred that Mary had intuited things would get, soon get tough for him and that he would lose his life. We can never know for sure why Mary did these things. We can only imagine. An easy start would be to suggest that Mary loved Jesus in a very profound way. As a woman loves a man, as a sister loves a brother, as a friend who loves a friend, and as a follower who loves their leader. We have a good sense that Mary believed Jesus was the promised Messiah and that she had witnessed Jesus bringing her brother Lazarus back from death. Perhaps Mary also had some sense of the impending clash between Jesus and the religious authorities in Jerusalem. How could she honor Jesus? How could she express that he meant the world to her? Mary chose to give more of her financial resources than was wise and publicly expressed her love and loyalty without worrying about the opinion of others. As we consider this, as we consider Mary's decision to love with oil and hair, I wonder how we choose to honor Jesus 
and how do others perceive this? How do we express that Jesus means the world to us? And how does that shape our way of being in the world? The priorities we have, the choices we make, and the words we use. The smell of that nard would have lingered for days in the room where they had gathered, and in the clothing of all who had been present. It would have lingered in Mary's hair for a long time, and even permeated the skin of those feet soon to be nailed on a cross. In the months and years that followed, I wonder what emotion the smell of nard brought to those who had been present on that day when Mary unbound her hair. Perhaps love, hope and sadness all mixed together. Friends, let's pray. Holy God, we give thanks for the gift of smell and memory. We give thanks for the love and hope we find in you and ask for the grace to be generous as Mary was, even when it is costly. We pray in the name of the one whose feet were anointed, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.